Before we get started this week, I want to let you guys know about an awesome Oktoberfest event coming up at the Culinary School of Fort Worth on October 12th. Chef Chad from Just In Case Food Truck will be running this event, which features an awesome menu of sausages and German sides like potato salad, cabbage, and cucumber salad. I've actually got lucky enough to uh, taste all of the food for this event, and it's freaking awesome. It's, it's one you definitely don't want to miss. There will be a giant Bavarian pretzel for your group to share with house-made mustards and a delicious dessert made by Chef Chet's wife, Rosemary. Maybe the best part is that each ticket comes with a commemorative mug and a beer pairing from Cowtown Brewing Company. There will also be a live accordionist playing German music. There's a lot of great stuff going on at this event. It's going to be a great event, so don't miss out. You can click on the link in the description for this episode, or you can go to shop.justincasefoodtruck.com and click on Dinner Events to purchase your ticket. That's shop.justincasefoodtruck.com and click on Dinner Events to purchase your ticket. Sales end on September 30th, so hurry to get your ticket today. Training in is another part of the restaurant that I like, you know, so I'm also a teacher, a culinary teacher. Because in Italy now, they are all chefs. So when they sit at the restaurant, they are chefs and they can make it better than you at home <laughs> or probably faster. So if, you, if you go in Italy, in, uh, in an Italian restaurant, and uh, if you find the lasagna in the menu, it's better if you change the restaurant. You are listening to Fort Worth Food Stories, brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. All right, welcome to Fort Worth Food Stories. I'm your host, James Cringe. I'm here today at Zeno's on the Square with executive chef Max Zubli. I, I know I didn't say it right, but we're close. Um, <laughs> chef Zubli is one of the chefs competing in this year's Fort Worth Magazine Top Chef Challenge on September 25th. So, Chef, let's start there with that event. Um, how much of an honor was it for you to be one of the four finalists selected uh, to compete? Hi, everybody. Uh, I am... Massimiliano Zuboli, and yes, it's a big honor because uh, since one year that I'm here in Texas in Weatherford, and uh, seems that people love uh, my kitchen, and so I'm very proud to be announced like one of the fourth finalists in uh, the Top Chef competition. Yes. So you're going to be competing against chefs Jenna Kennard, Kobe Perdue, and Stephen Mitchell, and you'll be doing taste testing, skills challenges, and plate preparation events. Uh, is there one of those events that you feel more confident in than another, maybe? Uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's one year that uh, we, since we opened our restaurant, so I didn't have time to go uh, uh, to to meet the other mm-hmm. the other chef but i promise i will so i i really don't know uh, the other um, chefs and uh, i want to i want to meet them directly yeah. <laughs> in the competition the the 25th so. so so you're being very humble i appreciate that um one of the things that i really love about this top chef challenge is that each chef does get to choose a charity that they then uh, will, all, all the money from the silent and live auction proceeds will, will go to that charity. Uh, which charity did you choose and, and why did you choose that charity? We chose uh, charity uh, because, uh, so, uh, because Monica, for sure, for first, 
Monica, she is a survivor uh, from the cancer and also because uh, I feel them very close. I lose, uh, lost, I lost a lot of my parents because the cancer. So my grandfather, my grandmother and my father too. So I think that they are making a very, very good job. They are supporting all the families that need to be helped uh, in this period that are very, very difficult to support by myself or alone. So I'm very proud of them. And yeah, they are. I really, I think that's a great choice. Uh, I think basically anyone that's listening to the podcast has someone they know that's that's been affected by by cancer. So uh, you really, you know, you can't go wrong with, with that charity. That's great. So I just want to say really quick that if anyone is interested in attending the event, um, there are tickets still available, which is, uh, so the event is September 25th at 6 p.m. in the Fort Worth Stockyards. You can click the link in our uh, description for the episode, or you can head to fwtx.com to buy your tickets. All right. So let's talk about you and, and your career as a chef. So you lived in Italy your whole life up until 2017. What was your culinary training like over there, and, and what got you interested in food? So uh, I'm from Pisa, and Pisa is seated in the middle of uh, two different uh, country of uh, food countries, we can call food countries, I don't know how to explain better, there is the uh, the Siena and Chianti uh, lands that are famous for the meat uh, and for the wild uh, animals no? and wild meat and uh, the Mediterranean Sea. So uh, Pisa, if you live in Pisa, if you grow in Pisa, you, you can choose uh, uh, which one of the of the two uh, different kind of uh, culinary road you wanted to 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 get? So I started to uh, to cook with uh, one of the best chefs uh, in Italy f- from the fish that was uh, Gioacchino Pontrelli that is the chef of Lorenzo. Lorenzo is one of the most important restaurants for fish and, uh, in uh, Versilia, Forte dei Marmi. And uh, I think fish is my big love. It's first love and remain now the love, uh, love of my kitchen. So when I, when I move here, I found a lot of difficult to find a good fish or our fish, mm-hmm. but for me, is a test and it's something that make me for sure grow to understand that here we can work with different kind of fish uh, for sure the lake the gulf give, yeah. uh, give us a lot of uh, a lot of fish and is a, a daily test what what is it that you love so much about fish why i love cook fish because you can cook at the moment and this no don't means that you are simple uh, that are simple to cook fish you know? F- means that uh, you have to be very careful on cook on clean and season because if you season too much the fish you can taste the real taste of the fish you can cover you and uh, if you overcook the fish that sometimes needs a couple of minutes to cook if you don't be careful to cook you overcook means you make it chewy you make it uh, that 
the fish the fish meat is broken so the fish is very difficult to cook but it's something that uh, you can cook at the moment in front of the customers so it's something that uh, make you and the customer live an experience like uh, I don't want to say sushi because we are talking about Italian <laughs> Italian kitchen but also the sushi is something that is make uh, at the moment with a lot of fresh ingredients for sure fresh mm -hmm. because you cannot serve a fish in a different way and uh, and people can enjoy in front of the chef is something that I like it yeah uh, show cooking is my one of my favorite uh, kind of show uh, of a kind of cooking style and and I think a cool thing about you is that not only have you worked in the back of the house where you've cooked um, but you've also worked in the front of the house where you've kind of run the, the service part of the restaurant. Um, do you think that's really important for chefs to understand how the full restaurant works? So for chef, uh, for sure it's important. For me, it was a must because uh, like uh, I, I'm a chef, but also a restaurant builder. Uh, yes, a restaurant builder or mm -hmm. something. A restaurateur. Yes, yeah. because I'm restauratore and yeah. <laughs> I'm a uh, This means that I open restaurant. Also in Italy, I opened several several restaurant. And when you open restaurant, you have to know what you need and you have to train a lot of stuff. So training in is one, another part of the restaurant that I like. You know? So I'm also a teacher, a culinary teacher. So. Uh, if you want to train and if you want to understand that uh, when you are trained you you transmit emotion okay you need to understand what means work in a place work in a rango we say rango is a, the, the room or or in the at the bar so yes for me it's important to understand all the section of the restaurant of the mm -hmm. restaurant Especially, especially to understand that the kitchen is the best one. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think um, you know. We. I, I was just going to make the joke, kind of, that the customer may, might be the most important, right? The the person who's coming in to eat the food. Uh, what kind of differences have you seen between the customers at an Italian restaurant and the customers here at a Texas restaurant? So, uh, the there is a, there is something that is similar. They are picky, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and <laughs> no, they are uh, informant, and uh, yes, probably also social media help everybody mm -hmm. to understand what's happened inside the restaurant, no, and uh, yes, now the customer are more conscious on what they have or what they will receive in a different restaurant. So we are. Uh, we are not for sure a slow food so when you come here in our restaurant you know that you will be served in a, a slow way mm -hmm. but accurate so we take care about the customers uh, in uh, all the aspects of the of the kitchen so and the restaurant so I think the customer here uh, are more excited than in Italian <laughs> okay. because in Italy now they are all chefs mm -hmm. so when they sit at the restaurant they are chef and they can make it better than you at home <laughs> or probably faster or here 
people love to sit and love to enjoy the food. Yeah. Okay, yes, without any technical complaint, but uh, yes, if you come here, you want to you wanna be surprised from something. You don't want to complain for something. Mm-hmm. So enjoy your meal, enjoy your dinner, your date, and come here expect, expecting a good night. This is something that here I appreciate here in Italy is little changed. Uh-huh. That's that's really interesting. I, I actually would have thought it might be the other way around. Um, so I, I think that's that's really neat. Um, how did you end up moving from Italy where you've opened all these restaurants and you've worked in all these kitchens and then coming here to Weatherford, Texas? It seems like kind of a strange place for you to end up. Uh, what? Tell me that story. Yeah, so uh, I miss, I really miss to learn English, okay? So, and you can hear about this. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I miss uh, an you know, international experience. Also, in Italy, now if you want to work for big companies, uh, for sure you have to know English, you have to know different kind of recipe that comes from uh, uh, different countries, so Indian recipe more than American or mm-hmm. Asian uh, or uh, South America for sure. So if you wanna if you wanna uh, compete to other chefs that work in a big restaurant or in the hotelery, uh, you have to go in another country. Uh, you have to go in another country to to learn it. So I didn't know whether whether for whether for. Yes, <laughs> what was, yes, Weatherford, but was a step, little step uh, inside the America, inside another culture, mm. and understand uh, how people think over ocean. So yeah. this is not my first time because I, when I was young, I went to, in England, to make another experience, and also in, uh, in Paris with my wife, but this is for sure is the is the biggest one. So yeah. yes, and uh, I I think we are making a good job. Okay, and yeah. for me is more is important. Yes, it's totally different. It's another country. I don't know mm-hmm. how to say better than is another country. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. I, I lived in uh, England for about six months and, um, you know, just kind of learning that culture. And obviously it's it's similar to this culture, but uh, just kind of learning how people live uh, differently and, and kind of traveling is, I think, even just as a person, you, you can kind of grow like that, which is neat. Um, I want to ask you, you know, uh, you met Monica, who is a co-owner of, of uh, Zeno's yes. here. Um, in, in Weatherford. How did you meet her and, and how did she get you to come here to, to Texas? So the last couple of restaurants that I opened was uh, my first chain of restaurant in Italy and was uh, a spaghetteria that is a kind of restaurant where we serve uh, fresh pasta mm. in front of the customer and uh, only pasta. So Monica already has here this concept because Mama Monica is a kind of uh, on kind of only pasta restaurant because you can choose something else but uh, very few choices mm-hmm. choices and uh, 
so Monica told me, oh, I, you know that I have the same restaurant uh, in uh, in America in Weatherford, and uh, I'm 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 about to open another restaurant, more high-level restaurant, and if you want, you can come with me if you like. If you like the place, you can come to see. If you like the place, if you like the concept and the idea, then we can think about. For me, comes in a period that was uh, perfect because uh, I handed to open this spaghetteria in uh, in Italy. And so when I finish the season, I take one month to come here and to see Weatherford. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that I found lovely because Pisa, when I, I came from, is a little town and it's kind of Weatherford because you can have Florence, uh, like here also for Worth, uh, that is a bigger, in uh, 40 minutes you can reach Florence, you can reach the sea. Yeah. So it's little, but you have uh, all close. Mm -hmm. And a little town, I prefer little town because they're more friendly. Mm -hmm. Me too. Uh, yeah, yes. me too. So Weatherford is, is perfect. It's <laughs> the perfect sites of the little town that I like. Has it been weird trying to figure out how to live in Texas? Like, is there anything that you find kind of strange about us us here in Texas? <laughs> and answer as honestly as possible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It seems seems everything more easy. Yeah. No people is more easy. Becomes friends is more easy. Uh, also take the license driver is more yeah. easy. <laughs> it's more easy. No, but all this stuff, so start again to live, like I told, I, I told you, you know, make a, again the license test uh, and uh, go to have the document, a new document. Yeah. Uh, it's a kind of, uh, at 40 years old, it's kind of make uh, your second life, no? So it's something that uh, make you enjoy every day that uh, that, uh, that uh, you're living, and for me, is uh, is wonderful. I like the change, so for me, comes here is uh, is a very good opportunity to to restart, mm -hmm. to start again a new a new kind of life and. Yes, there are a lot of stuff in America here are very different, so mm -hmm. I don't want to know. <laughs> I can remember all, but every <laughs> single uh, hour that I spend outside of the restaurant uh, with my wife, uh, uh, we say, oh, this one is, uh, is funny, this is one is uh, it's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, it's simple. So. Good, cool, yeah, that's... Um that I just can't imagine kind of the difference. Uh, it must be crazy. Um, so Zeno's opened in 2018, and, and so far uh, you guys have just gotten really, really great reviews. And so I just kind of want to ask you, you know, what, what was your vision um, for the menu and, and what kind of inspired you behind the food that you serve? So I want to be honest. When we start, so our probably big mistake <laughs> is to put Italian restaurant on the sign <laughs> because after one year that uh, so probably yes six months ago I woke up and I realized that we are not an Italian restaurant because 
I understand that Italian restaurant here in America means a format, mm-hmm. no a restaurant made by Italian. No, is uh, a formula that in the Italian restaurant you have to find this kind of food. So American Italian food. And so this probably was our big mistake when we open with the sign Italian restaurant. People come here and say, "Okay, uh, I want to have a lasagna. I want to have a, a chicken scallopini, Alfredo." And for me, that I I was just came from Italy. I never, never made an Alfredo before. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I made a lot of lasagna, but uh, in my house. If you if you <laughs> go in Italy in uh, in an Italian restaurant and uh, if you find the lasagna in the menu, it's better if you change restaurant because <laughs> this uh, is a restaurant for tourists. <laughs> so <laughs> no. So is uh, uh, I I understand now what means Italian restaurant, and I totally agree that. Uh, Mm, our customer, the first customer that approached here was uh, not upset, but yes, probably they want to find another kind of kitchen, yeah. so American-Italian kitchen. But for sure, they left uh, very enjoy uh, about the food, about the service, because this is what I was making in Italy uh, before I came here. So for sure, is a uh, an Italian way to kitchen. It's not an Italian kitchen. Yeah. I don't want to say like this. Is an Italian way to kitchen stuff. That means different from America, but can make people enjoy. If people went to Italy and they came back, or people that come here and say, oh, when I was young, I used to have this kind of spaghetto allo scoglio in Italy or in Genova where I lived or in, C- in Sicily. So this is, is, a, is a thing that makes me proud. So if you remember the taste that you had in Italy here in Weatherford, this is, means that I'm making a good job. Mm-hmm. So this uh, is, our, is our goal. So make, make, is our goal, sorry, make uh, people uh, remember to Italy when they're sitting here. No? I, I think that is so cool. And I'm glad you said that because I was, you know, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, was it difficult for people to, who think Olive Garden when they think Italian restaurant to come here and, and get this amazing authentic Italian food? So um, I love that. I, I think that's, that's really awesome. But you're making this authentic Italian food here in Texas. Do you ever have any trouble finding the same ingredients or the same quality ingredients here that you would back home? Uh, yes, for sure. I was in trouble to to have the same ingredient and probably also the same reach, the same taste. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. But what I can say, okay, I I love to cook fish like like we talked about, but and here is very difficult. Yeah. But you have the best meat uh, that uh, that we can. F- that, yes, that probably I can work it with. So here in Texas, you can find the best meat. So working the meat now, the beef. Uh, I was talking beef, pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, our porchetta with the Texan pork uh, comes very good. Uh, also the fillet and the New York strip. We are serving also the veal and here is for sure better yeah 
better for sure. <laughs> but the fish not as good. No, the fish not as good, <laughs> and also I want to say also the fruit, the fruit yeah. and the veggie. Yes, in Italy we have season. The, the, one of the strange things, and that uh, is was my first time last year that I saw the watermelon in uh, November or yeah, <laughs> February. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> it's very weird because we have season, so after <laughs> summer you can find some kind of ingredient. But here, yes, yeah, so you can. So is uh, also our menu is changed because we change our menu of the restaurant every three months. We introduce. We have some some stuff that remain like our best dishes yeah. and we change seasonally the other part so I have to I had to arrange my season plate that I put in the, in the menu yeah. and uh, so but we can working on find better ingredients yeah. yes for sure for sure <laughs> well I, so I want I want you to say we were talking before we started recording and I want you to say this I know you're a little skeptical about saying it but tell me about the clams you were saying the difference between the clams because i do i just think it's important that a consumer knows this kind of stuff when they go to a restaurant so tell me that difference and i know you're you're a little uh, nervous no. about saying it okay so i want to say something uh, my father marcello one one of the uh, most important dish for my father and probably the only one are the spaghetti alle vongole. That means spaghetti with clams. So he was very, very picky about this. For him, spaghetti with clams have to be made perfectly. Or just don't make it, okay? Yes. So if you cannot make, if you know how to make it, don't make it. But, <laughs> and clams for me is a must. I, every, every menu I, uh, I work with, in every restaurant that I work, I put in the menu uh, our spaghetti allo scoglio or spaghetti alle vongole. So the things is, usually in Italy you will receive the clams and the mussel one day after they harvest. Mm -hmm. Here, here I received the clams and the mussel seven to eight yeah. after the harvest. So and they they, they tell me. The first time that I received this one, <laughs> I sent it back because <laughs> for me, in, in Italy, if you receive after you receive uh, the, the the clams, uh, you can keep the clams for three or four days, and uh, after you have to cook to fix uh, the shell and use uh, in another way. But uh, for but are no more fresh. And here I understand here the freshness is different because uh, you receive the clams and mussel after five six days and you can work this for 15 days yeah. yes because it's the law so and i have to, to say yes mm, the clams taste good after 10 days <laughs> i never tried before but taste good they are still good yes yeah. this is the, uh, uh, the biggest difference uh, from the shells from here <laughs> in, in italy no, I, I, I do like that you said that because I, I just think people should be aware of what they're eating and I think that they should know if, you know, they're having something that's kind of old, it might be a little better, you know, somewhere else. So, no, that's that's really good and, and it's not unsafe, it's just, you know, people should be knowledgeable about that. Yes, yes, and, uh, and also I keep all the attention where I store in our fridge, so with the, I, I suggest also our uh, followers 
that uh, if you have clams in the fridge, please put a wet towel on top so they can breathe with the towel wet yeah. and keep it wet. So change every day so they can breathe. Clams and mussel have to be live when we mm -hmm. cook the clams and mussel. So uh, if someone was coming here for the first time, they're eating at this restaurant for the first time, what would you tell them to order? What's your favorite dish to, on the menu? I suggest to ask for the chef so I can come outside and suggest <laughs> them because uh, uh, nobody like me can understand uh, how to impress a first customer for yeah. the first time so with the best we can offer. I think uh, the Branzino Sicilian way is something that people have to try because mix my culture with my wife's culture that she's, uh, she's from Sicily and uh, it's, uh, it's very good and I love it and after yes they, they, they can taste our spaghetti allo scoglio with clams fresh clams and mussels sure. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna order both of those when okay. I come uh, so but I'm glad you brought up your wife uh, Antonella is actually sitting here with us right now um, I wanted to give you a chance to just kind of sing her praise here for a second um, so she's also a chef that that works with Monica at a different restaurant right yes she worked uh, with uh, Monica and uh, actually are the our pasta maker because they make uh, pasta for us so spaghetti fettuccine and ravioli everything comes uh, handmade from mama monica so it's uh, our engine if yeah. you want to say yes our heart the heart of the kitchen are monica and antonella for sure yeah and and you have talked about how this is you know, at 40 is kind of a new start, right, on, on your life here in, in the States. Uh, do you envision yourself staying here in Texas for a long time, or is this kind of a, a stop before you go somewhere else? I don't know. I think I think depend on the customers. Yeah. So if the customer continue to come here <laughs> and continue to like, no, 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 I have to open another restaurant in Fort Worth. So, uh, Great. Yeah, for work just to start, eh? mm -hmm. but no, 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 because uh, I, I know there is a competition between uh, for work, weather, for Dallas, so I want to I wanna know if it's true that for work is better than weather. <laughs> I don't think, I love our customers, so for sure, uh, I hope to stay here for a long time. Very okay. cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, so congratulations again, Chef. Uh, you've, you've obviously had great success so far, and uh, I really only imagine that success is going to kind of grow in the, in the future, and maybe you open a place in Fort Worth and Dallas, and, and you become a celebrity around here. But I also want to just remind everyone once again to, to go see you at the Top Chef Challenge event on September 25th, which will be in the Fort Worth Stockyards. Um, you can use the link in our description or head to fwtx.com to buy your tickets. Uh, I'll be rooting for you now that I know you. We do have a culinary school graduate going up against you, so I'll be doing a little double-sided rooting. But um, thank you so much for coming on, and, and good thank luck you. at your competition. Thank you. Thank you so much. That episode was brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. Located on Camp Bowie Boulevard, the Culinary School of Fort Worth is helping future chefs pursue their dreams every single day. You can reach out for more information or to schedule a tour on their website at csftw.edu. Or you can reach them by phone at 817-737-8427. That's 817-737-8427. Also, you can check them out on social media to see what's going on daily at the school at Culinary School of Fort Worth on Facebook and Culinary School FTW on Instagram.